Welcome to the Give Back Economy, a podcast about social innovation and social enterprise. Now with your host, Peter Miller. Welcome and today we're going to New Brunswick to talk to Anita Miller and Anton Vermont. So Anita, tell us about your academic background. I, I completed the nursing program at St. Joseph's School of Nursing in Guelph, Ontario, followed by a teaching certificate for adults at Brock University. Okay. From there, I worked as an emergency nurse in a small hospital in Perry Sound for four years, and then again, emergency nurse and manager at the Sunnybrook Health Science Center. Then I took a a position with York Region Board of Education as an educator for the personal support worker program, their clinical and theory program. So that's my work background as well. Okay, Anton, talk about your academic background and your work background. So my academic background is in the hotel catering and restaurant management in Europe. I uh, studied at two uh, higher level um, management schools for that. And then I made career trips with the Hilton and in the catering world until the age of 40, where I completely changed my focus, how I wanted to live my own life, um, and became a, a yoga instructor and did all kinds of courses and trainings related to health and wellness. And um, in the meantime, I ended up in Canada um, after I lived most of my life in, uh, in Europe. Um, and supported my then wife to go through breast cancer. Um, And that's where I also focused a lot on uh, the quality of life while you are um, dealing with uh, metastasized breast cancer. after she died, I got very involved into end-of-life care. Studied for two years with um, a very recognized Buddhist teacher that had started hospices in San Francisco. Um, and um, then in Ontario, um, I served as a full bedside volunteer for 12 years, either in the community or at a hospice in Inglewood, just north of Brampton. Um, so, um, okay, Anita, you yes. are you are an advocate. So tell us about your work in advocacy. 
what have you done to try to make a difference to help people with a disability? I suppose my advocacy work is informal in that, as my friends and colleagues, work colleagues said, Anita, you 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 took one you took one for us. So my demonstrating my commitment to my rehabilitation program and integration back into as normal a lifestyle as possible has really given them a lot of hope and a lot of reflective time on improving their health and being grateful for their abilities. And so the other thing is, is I suppose in my volunteer work, I was coordinating a bereavement program. I'm I'm a divorced woman, but a, a bereavement program because of all of the trauma I witnessed out of Sunnybrook. And then working at a community hospital just in fundraising because as as I've been experiencing the healthcare system now in a wheelchair, recognizing that, you know, the government can't provide all the funds required to support the aging population. So it's more informal. Okay. So what is your disability? Why are you in a wheelchair? I had an an aneurysm which resulted in a left-sided weakness, a left-sided paralysis. And so for five years, I've been involved in physiotherapy, occupational therapy. And from living with my daughter and son-in-law, I am now able with supports to live in my own apartment. That's terrific. So Anton, how did you connect with Anita? I was living um, in a house on a property that had also other houses. And um, the land lady of the property was a good friend, or still is a good friend of Anita. And um, Anita was coming to that property for a five-day vacation, basically. And the um, landlady was going to take care of Anita, you know, with her PSW work and and um, so then there was a little problem um, <clears throat> with her timing. And then she asked me if I wanted to do that for Anita. I had never done any work like that. And I said, yes. And that's how I met uh, Anita. And, um, and while I was caring for my late wife, I realized the talents that I had, I, I like to call it to be of service to others, in this case um, with Anita, it, it showed that it, it was 
kind of easy for me to be in that role to whatever I could do for her while she was living there. And if it is about the, the specific physical care with her background, she could instruct me very well what to use and what to do and what not to do. And, uh, and so there was another experience for me, like, wow, like, look what I did in those like three, four days. Um, and then I said to her, like, um, you know, I, I, I would like to volunteer for you uh, to see what else that I can do for you in relationship to living the most fulfilling life possible while you are in a wheelchair. And that started now almost two years ago. And for me, it has been an amazing experience to, to work with somebody who is physically disabled. I don't like that word for different reasons, disabled um, or handicapped for that matter. Um, so yeah. and Anton, who's the teacher? You or yeah. Anita? Uh, who is the teacher? Yeah, I think I, I know where that question is coming from. You know, she is my teacher and I'm her teacher. You know, and, and guided from a different level um, where, you know, Anita is now 70 and I'm 74 and um, I, I believe my personal experience is that life only gets interest more interesting and fulfilling the older um, we are and and anyway it, it's a, it's it's a very um, I'm learning a lot, and, and that is um, what inspires me. And, um, and because of my Buddhism background, um, you know, and, and that's also where being of service comes from. Like as a volunteer at a hospice, I had a feeling at the end of a shift that I thought like, this is a feeling that I never experienced before. You know, um, and even if I arrived there and tired and I had to do a lot of other things, then the moment that I walked into that building, um, something changed it. it. It is that being of service is a sacred experience as far as I'm concerned. And, um, and um, <clears throat> you know, I'm also developing uh, or have developed uh, a certain God belief, you know, like so the plan and the way life unfolds is, is beyond me. And so I don't believe in uh, accidents like that Anita came on my path 
um, was part of a perfect plan that um, that's laid out for me. And the more I step back, the more I feel that the opportunities for me to live a fully fulfilling life um, for the rest of my life are rolled out for me. And I, um, and Anita is one of the examples. I also work with a woman who's 95 um, and was a Holocaust survivor and had uh, two battles with with cancer. And um, and I'm learning so much from those women women in this case. And I benefit there from that tremendously. Anita, I want to ask you about living with your daughter and your son-in-law. Yes. Um, was that a good experience or a challenging experience? Oh, it was excellent. Okay. It was excellent. My son-in-law had lived with his grandmother until she passed when he was a young child. And so, and Courtney, you know, she's a trauma nurse at Sunnybrook. And so she, you know, because I was paralyzed on my left side, you know, she and Blaine were able to accept me in their home for four years. And with personal support workers coming into the house a couple of times a day, rather than a nursing home, I was able to live with them until they had a little baby. I have my first granddaughter. So a year ago, actually it was Anton who had gave me a, a, a loving little push and said, Anita, have you, had, have you had a conversation with respect to where you will be continue or how you will fit in with this new member in a two-bedroom condo? So anyhow, he enabled me to make some good decisions and phone calls. And Courtney and Blaine continue to be supportive. So I see them every week, and I can help. Yes. Well, actually, Anton physically helped me move into my apartment. However, now Courtney and Blaine accept me to help with their child care, with the baby. And so the fact that I lived with them for four years, to come back down to your question, it, I think, was a really good basis for me to be comfortable just coming in and with their added responsibilities, I'm able to, it's part of my dignity therapy, I am able to assist with them in, in child care and some financial relief. So that's been very important. And actually, it was Mr. Vermont who had said, Anita, is there really any reason why you can't help even though my left hand is paralyzed. And so that was seed for thought and encouragement. So it's been a year. So I'm blessed, truly. Does that answer your question? Sure. But I want to talk about your apartment that you're living in. Are there barriers or challenges to living by yourself? 
Well, I live in an apartment which is supported by an attendant care program. And so the personal care, Anton mentioned when I was on vacation that he stepped up to the plate. So the personal care in my apartment is provided by attendants who operate in the building. And wheelchair, wheel trans, transit has been a wonderful service in the Toronto area for me to get to doctor's appointments and out socially where my daughter and son-in-law would have helped me previously. So I'm, I'm very, very fortunate where I live. So you're becoming an independent woman. Yes. Yes, and actually, I was asked and invited to take a 30-minute teaching opportunity within the last six weeks virtually. So from my apartment, I was able to support one of the teachers, one of the colleagues that I had worked with. So all of this has really been a development that I would never ever have dreamt possible five years ago when I woke up after that surgery and I was totally paralyzed. To be living, living independently, to be able to get on an airplane, albeit with an, an attendant, and travel to New Brunswick and be in a cottage That's where I can be an advocate, you know, as Anton says, never, never say never. Is there a safe opportunity to explore and or expand my horizons? Go for it. Well, what I like about both of you is you're both learning some of it on the fly, some of it from each other, and that's what makes a great difference. Yes. Okay, well, look, thank you, Anita. Thank you, Anton. It's been a real pleasure. And uh, once I finish this, I will send you a copy of the recording. Okay. I, have, I have a question then, just one question. So I had referred to Tim Valier's work with the program research out of Kitchener-Waterloo, yes. improving the quality of life for seniors. So I'll also be interested to hear about the follow-up of that, okay? 